Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Boyven, here with my co-host, Laurel Holland. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life with Laurel and Laurel. We are here today for a really, really important episode of our Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life podcast. And I want to invite our listeners to, I would invite you to come into a quiet space if you can to listen to this and uh, perhaps get yourself a journal and make some notes as we go along here, because I think this is a uh, it's an episode that has potential for amazing, incredible transformation if you take some of what we say to heart and put it into practice right away. So welcome, Laurel. Are you ready to dive into self-forgiveness? I am. This topic is a fairly new one for me in the last few years. It's not something I thought much about before. And I'll tell stories about that. What about you? Yeah, has this one am, been on your mind for a while? It's, it's been on my mind for a really long time. I, I want to say that I think that this um, topic is probably really interwoven in a very a grand way with my personal development and healing path, because I think that I was a hugely self-judgmental, self-critical person, a perfectionist, and I had a lot uh, to forgive myself for because I blamed myself for a lot, and I was really, really hard on myself for a long time. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's really, it's quite there. And I also want to uh, give a little um, shout out to myself as we begin this and uh, a, a tip for our readers. Um, I have a, my fourth book, it was self-published in uh, August of this year, July or August of this year. It's called Love's Eight Laws. And the sixth law is forgive again. And it really dives into self-forgiveness. And so we're going to, I'm going to refer to that a little bit today too, as we go through Laurel and pull out some gems from there. Yeah. I can't wait to read that because there's so much insight in your books. So I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Uh, Yeah. So self-forgiveness, I, I want to um, begin at a place where we talk about Um, first of all, we have done a podcast on forgiveness. We did one uh, last season. So for anybody who hasn't heard that podcast or wants to dive into that a little bit more, go ahead and and listen to that podcast. But today we're really going to focus on the idea of self-forgiveness because to me, um, the other piece, forgiving others, is certainly uh, a pathway to a lot of liberation. But self-forgiveness is uh, the the bigger portal to me (laughs) and also allows us to do, I think, more in-depth and more liberating forgiveness work with other people. What do you think? I I agree with you. I, you know, there's this idea that we can only um, treat others the way that we treat ourselves, right? So if we have not, if we cannot forgive ourselves, 
it really begs the question of what we believe to be forgiveness with others. Is it really full forgiveness? Yeah, that's great. Mm. That's great. Yeah. And, and a great thing for each one of us to uh, consider for ourselves. And the, the, um, one of the one of the things that uh, I, I wrote in the book or came through me because this book was a little bit um, I would say channeled rather than just more a conscious stream it was more a unconscious stream that came through me is the idea of um, self forgiveness being a pathway to trust self trust and trusting others and I think that this is a really key component of why we do forgiveness work and why it's so important. If we're really gonna live a beautiful life and we're gonna allow ourselves to embody and, and go after all the things that we want and really live into the way we want to live into life, there has to be a, a, a foundation of trust, self-trust. And, and, and to allow ourselves to start to explore the path of self-forgiveness as a portal or a doorway to a greater self-trust, I think is a beautiful idea. It is, it really is. And self-trust is a big issue for many people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I myself have struggled with that over the years. So, you know, how can you have a greater sense of trust in yourself? And forgiveness is one of the ways, right? right, with right. Treating ourselves with loving kindness and forgiving some of the things that we've done in the past or choices we've made in the past. Right, right. So let's kind of, let's start with a little bit of a, um, I want to say a progression of self-forgiveness because I think that oftentimes we want to jump right into, I blamed myself, I need to let it go and I need to just forgive myself. And with a lot of self-compassion, just be like A-okay with it all. And I don't think that it's really um, happens that way. I think it's more of a progression of an experience. And, and the beginning, I think, is, is the acknowledgement of where you feel like you violated uh, yourself or your value system that has caused a sense of blame or a sense of shame or, or guilt, you know, that, that you need to do some forgiveness work. And as we talk about, when we talk about forgiveness work uh, with other people, right, there, there needs to be some change or shift. Otherwise, we kind of repeat, we repeat the same behaviors, the same thinking, the same whatever, right, that, that causes the cycle of, um, you know, shame, blame, forgiveness, shame, blame, forgiveness, doing the bad thing we don't really want to be doing, thinking the thoughts we don't really want to be thinking, feeling what we don't really want to be feeling, and we're stuck in a loop that we can't get out of. So the change component is part of that progression, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah. boy, there's a lot there. And I have some great examples when we're ready. Yeah, I know. I feel like maybe we could we could choose a, an example when we're ready, Laurel. I, I know sure. I have you know, plenty too, but let's let's dive into one of yours and then we'll, okay. we'll you know, play around a little bit. Yeah. So, so I'm going to start with the tendency, right? Mm -hmm. This tendency I had, um, and I'm going to say had because it is... Um, I joke that this is a situation that, um, you know, that, that saying that we learn the same lesson or we're given the opportunity to learn the same lesson time and time again until we actually learn it. And so this tendency was about my, what I'm going to categorize as lack of boundaries, tolerating less than respectful behavior. Um, 
various people through my life in certain relationships, right? I could count four. And, and a, a friend of mine who is also a coach, she, she says, same messenger, different earth suit, right? The same lesson shows up time and time again. And so this really exposed itself for me when my, um, my oldest daughter got engaged and um, received some less than supportive um, um, response to her exciting news from, I'm going to say it, my ex-husband, right? Her father. Mm -hmm. And it triggered me so very badly because she, she was like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, that's just who he is. It's okay. And, um, and of course it was tied to the expectation of this is a really big celebration a reason for celebration. And so my, my expectations and hers were not met in his response. And so what I realized, and not at the time, it triggered me very badly. And about three weeks later, I was in a group coaching session and I ended up in the hot seat and the coach asked me, have you forgiven him? for my, my root cause was her, my daughter deciding it was okay was because she had witnessed me as a young mother tolerating disappointment and behavior that I shouldn't have because of my lack of boundaries, if that makes sense. And so what triggered, triggered me was her acceptance was really because she was mirroring me. Um, and I, that triggered me. And so in this hot seat coaching, when the coach asked me, have I forgiven myself? Or for, first she said, have, have you forgiven him? And I said, yes, I thought so. We've been divorced 25 years or more. Mm-hmm. And then she asked the question, have you forgiven yourself? And it was like a punch to the gut. I literally was like, oh, I hadn't forgiven myself for tolerating behavior 25 years ago. Yeah. And so, you know, the gift of this awareness and the self-forgiveness is I have, that tendency appears to be over. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And we know it's over when it gets tested, when somebody comes into our life, right? That's, that's when we know. Right. We have our opportunity. Yes. That's when the next messenger or the next teacher shows up and we say, wow, are we done with this lesson yet or not? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> have I graduated? Right? Yeah. But that yeah. but self-forgiveness is really hard. And this is why I say it's a mm-hmm. concept that I hadn't thought about much. I was watching a program um, just last night and it was a two, two part documentary. And the main character was asked at towards the end of the program, um, if he had forgiven someone else that had wronged him. And he said, yes, I have fully forgiven um, seeing himself as a Christian. And then the, the question was, have you forgiven yourself? And he had the same reaction that I felt when I was given that question. Yeah. And, and I turned to my husband last night and said, oh, I hate that question. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Because self-forgiveness is not easy. It's not easy. And I think that 
The the beauty of being able to allow ourselves to like look into that and do that work is the the liberation that comes on the other side, right? When we when we recognize um, uh, again, right? How we develop the trust that follows the the self forgiveness is this is the progression we're talking about and the pathway we're talking about. So let's take it from there, right? Laurel is you do the work of saying you know and 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 when i when i'm talking about self forgiveness work for me this is a beautiful time for journaling because it really is an opportunity to like dig in there a little bit and we'll offer some questions at the end we'll either repeat what i do or we'll make it a little more formal but you know this idea of like being able to look at it and say okay what was going on in my life then how come that behavior was okay to me then how come I was able to um, look look away at that point in my life, or why? How did how how was I feeling about all of that? Was I really angry about it? Was I was I even acknowledging it? Like starting to explore your feelings around all of it. Like do some really good, go back in time, tell the story of what that was. Tell tell help yourself understand why that was okay at that point, right? Mm -hmm. Or why you made the choice to let it be okay at that point. Because oftentimes now with our maybe more mature eyes or more healed eyes or whatever, we, we it's so easy to just go, oh my God, how could I do that? I was so stupid, right? And as soon as we th- say those words, that's a great, you know, make a bell go off in your mind. If you're saying, oh, that was really stupid of me, right? Whoa, stop right there. You've got some self-forgiveness work to do (laughs) right there, right? And then start to do the exploration because, and when I'm working with clients, this part is really important. And a lot of times clients don't take the time to do this. And this to me is the part that really profoundly creates the transformation is you need to be able to tell that story in its fullness to understand where you were at that point in your life so that you can truly look at that tender person that was just trying to live a life and say to her, I forgive you. I see that you did not know better than I see that you were struggling I see how hard it was as I look back and look at your story, right? As if she's another person if you need to, right? So that you can really feel the feeling of saying, it's okay, I forgive you, I let this go. We're, we're, and now, right, how are we gonna be different? How are we different now? How are we gonna be different going forward? How are we gonna strengthen our value system? knowing what we know now, how can we go forward in a more enlightened way, right? And that's where, you know, we can begin to trust ourselves. This is where the trust grows and develops and strengthens by being able to look back and say, I get it, I get it. We're different now, we've grown now. I can be trusted with this kind of experience. And then the messenger comes, right? Yes. <laughs> the new yes. teacher, I, the teacher with the little lesson, yeah. I love that. and. It is so true. Um, you know, oftentimes I think we, we dismiss, you know, a former version of ourself, right? Um, and we might even dismiss a current version of ourself in our shadow side. But when we, when we dismiss, that causes more shame and guilt and um, judgment over that former version of ourself. So it is so true that how can we really 
make space for every version of ourselves that we've always been. Because she, you know, and she and she and she, every yeah, version he of and he, if you're that's right, out right, there listening, right, 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 listen to us. <laughs> that's right. And I think, yeah. you know, referring to myself, every mm-hmm. former version of myself is still part of me. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes. Because absolutely. she created, she brought me to this place where I am today. And yeah. so I really do feel it's so important not to shun part of yourself believing yeah. that you're no longer that person. Right. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And and like you said, it, it helps to do the integration of the shadow work too, right? Of course. Yeah. And even yeah. thinking about our values, strengthening our values, mm-hmm. you know, we, our values can change, right? And yeah. so in a situation where I may have valued, um, you know, non-conflict, uh, peace in my marriage, in my, in my first marriage, I may have valued my marriage, right? This is the tendency of putting my, valuing myself less than what else I value. Right, right. Right, yes. and making yes. those choices, now that my values are different than they were at that time, you know, the forgiveness should be easy because I am a person who lives to my values or tries my best to live up to my values at the time that I decide what my values are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're conflicted about your values, and this is why values work is so important, and we have a podcast on values work as well. So season one, go back to that one too, is, is our ability to like get clearer in ourselves, right? What our values are and live into them really well so that we don't do the work of betraying self because when we betray self we lose trust in self we lose trust in others we lose trust in our own judgment to make good judgments about other people absolutely this is like a very tangled web to be woven and and unwoven as we as we do the work so powerful yes and i want to add the word explored it's a tangled web to explore even if we can't make sense of how the hell to unravel it, right? Yes, yes. Just be curious and explore this messy web of forgiveness, acceptance, judgment, values, right? Right. It's- and and so that's you know, that's the other part of it too. When you talk about, you know, if we go back and we look at something in our lives that we really feel very badly about, that we know we made choices out of alignment with our value system that we don't feel good about, we did not act well is how are we able to, the more clearly we can see and accept, and this is one of the progressive steps, right? Acceptance, like being able to look at that. And this is why telling the story is important. Being able to accept, I did that. I did that, you know? And then be able to say, what, what was going on then that you made that choice? To be able to deepen and broaden the understanding of the story, right? We talk so much in our in our beautiful work in this podcast and um, in our work at, at, with clients. I know you do as well. Is this idea of our conditioning and how we've been, what we've been brought up to believe in life? And so, this also is an opportunity to get clear about: Do you really believe the things that were you were told to believe? Right. Sometimes we've lived into them. And 
and we have made a mess because we don't really believe that or that doesn't really work for us. And so um, it feels like we've made a mess. And, and the, the question then becomes, okay, how can you, then how can you get more aligned with who you really are and what you really believe and make, make your life a statement about that by living into it fully. Yes. And that, yeah, that, that's the, the opportunity of forgiveness, self-trust. Yeah. Really is. And when I think about um, the, the self-forgiveness and the self-acceptance, right? How, how can you really look at your conditioning and decide by fulfilling, by honoring, you know, these roles and responsibilities, this conditioning, am I abandoning myself, right? Because oftentimes we continue to do things or be a certain way because of, because of others. And in doing that, we abandon ourselves. And like you said, deplete our self-trust. So right, it, is, right. it is such good work. And I know nearly all of my work with clients touches on these topics. So yes. important, right? So Mine important. Mine yeah. does too. I want to just read a little bit from the from the book, a, a stream that I, I think is a really great um, uh, way to begin to understand why self-trust is so important. And it hits on a, and a, on a lot of little things that I think our listeners might relate to. Okay. So um, here is uh, kind of like the, 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 the pathway, right? Is keep remembering that trust and forgiveness go hand in hand, right? Keep reminding yourself, trust and forgiveness go hand in hand. So the more I forgive, the more I trust. When you trust yourself, you trust your choices. When you trust your choices, you trust your relationships. When you trust your relationships, you know who you are with. When you know who you're with, you trust others as they are. When you trust others as they are, you are not surprised unless they're acting falsely. And when they're acting falsely, you delve deeper into more communication. And then when you do this, you can grow the relationship and the trust. And when you do this, forgiveness becomes an automatic part of the process. When you don't trust them, they don't belong in your life. To continue means you won't trust yourself. And then you must ask yourself, how do you want to grow? And how do you want to change? And then you forgive and you offer yourself forgiveness again in a new way. And you continue on with life. So beautiful. Yeah. That is so beautiful. It's a great progression. And it hits on so many things I think that you know, we also, we wonder why, why, why am I having a problem always in this part of my life? Right. Or whatever. Yes. Right? It really taps into that cycle. Yeah. Yes. And I, I love the thought of, you know, how it influences um, or how it leads to relationships. Right. And, mm-hmm. and whenever I think about the relationships that we're in, you know, the saying how we do one thing is how we do everything, you know, yeah. And taking this progression in relationship with myself and other people would be really powerful. Yes, yes. And helpful too. Um, I think oftentimes too, you know, we talk about um, our our relationships, our other people in our life are reflections of us, right? They're versions of us. And so 
if we're not trusting, if, if we're not in really good faith and trust with the people that are surrounding us, when we look at them individually, it's usually an indicator that we're not with ourselves. Yes. Yes. The mirror, right? right? The mirror uh, of other people. Yes. 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 So just to be able to, um, you know, allow ourselves to, to, I'm just going to silence my, my, um, my little binging, my, my little <laughs> bingings here, um, you know, to allow ourselves to, to use that also, right. You know, I said, if you ever say the words, Oh God, that was stupid of me there, there's a trail to follow, right. Whenever you're looking at somebody in your life, who's a significant player, and you're thinking you don't trust them or you're angry with them and there's forgiveness work to do there. How can, how can you see that to help you look at what maybe self-forgiveness work you have to do? Because sometimes it's hard to, to know. Sometimes the, the blame or the shame or the lack of acceptance or the judgment, the deep judgment or criticism of self is so embedded and so habitual that it's, it sometimes is shadowy. It's hard, sometimes hard yeah. to see. So yeah. let's talk about some other indicators. I mean, so, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, if, the, if you ever find yourself saying this, right, oh, that was so stupid, I shouldn't yeah. have done that, I shouldn't have fallen for that or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, maybe even the, um, the perfectionism, right, of what other indicators do you see as signs that self-forgiveness work is, is necessary? Yeah. So I would say this came up in um, our mastermind today, and it's really powerful trail to follow, which is um, uh, being, being really uh, habitually in a pattern of judgment, whether it's judgment of yourself or judgment of others. And to be able to follow, follow the trail of, you know, what is the standard that you're holding everyone mm -hmm. to and then if you fall outside it how are you wrong or bad or falling short of and how is that minimizing how you how you can feel about yourself and how is it taking away any self appreciation self acceptance appreciation of others right i want to say if we look at this in the greatest context which is part of where we were this morning in our mastermind was this pathway is also the path, this, you know, self-acceptance, forgiveness, appreciation is the pathway to creating um, the quality of life that you really want, right? When we stay in judgment and criticism, it's like uh, judgment and criticism beget judgment and criticism. Appreciation uh, uh, begets gratitude and abundance, right? And so how do how how do you make that change? How do you make that shift? Right. Oh, and you that's a tough just begin the progression. Begin the progression, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Right. To forgive mm -hmm. yourself for your imperfections, in particular, talking about, you know, perfectionism, right? What if we're allowed right. to be imperfect, right? And what yes. if we forgive ourselves for our imperfections? Um yeah. and can hold ourselves to a little bit more human standard rather than you know, yeah, right. the, uh, the, the high standard that perfectionists hold themselves to and everyone yeah. else. Right. Right. Um, right. And for many of us, the feeling it's the feeling it's hard to, it may be hard to relate to all this until you really 
challenge yourself to feel what it feels like when you're really appreciating something or really feeling gratitude and, and acceptance and love for something, anything, whatever it is, feel the feeling of that and, and, and try to anchor into what that feels like. And then anchor into the feeling of criticism and judgment and blame, right? And what that actually feels like. And you can feel the difference. You can feel the shutting down, the closing off that judgment does, and then the opening that the other does. And so this is an expansive versus a contractive limiting, right? That's right. It is, you know, often I I like to think about the the expansive curiosity as compared to the the closed protection, right? Yeah. That, you know, yes. when, when I find myself protecting myself from something, it typically is, oh, you know, that piece that um, it's tied to self-judgment, right? Where I might not trust myself to, to experience something. So I've got to shut it down right now. Right. I know. I know. Well, Laurel, I think that what, you know, what you say right there is really, again, another really important key, right? Which is when you feel yourself, that's, we were talking about like, what are some of the trails that we can follow, yes. right? When we go into self-protection mode, there is some lack of trust going on in the experience. And if we, if we're doing it really automatically and habitually, it's usually an indicator of a lack of trust either in the relationship or in self or in, in the other, which again, we can see now how that interplays there. If you don't trust the other person and they're in your life, you don't trust yourself for choosing them. I mean, there's just, they, they go hand in hand. Yes. Right? <laughs> you can't not. Or if, yeah. it, if you don't trust yourself, how can you be open to opportunities and life, right? Life is full of, of, um, of situations that we might not know the outcome, right? The uncertainty, right? And if we trust ourselves, maybe we're better able to engage in uncertainty. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. With curiosity, as you always say, Mm -hmm. you know, coming Mm -hmm. back to that uncertainty, just being curious of "Hmm, what is this all about? Yeah. So much fun. We could talk and talk and talk. I know on this one, anything um, coming up for you to wrap up today or to tie some loose ends, maybe as we uh, spoke into this topic, this, this. No, I, I really encourage our listeners to use some of the examples that we've given on how to identify, you know, the areas where you may be lacking self-trust and where there's forgiveness work to be done um, because you know, going into this conversation with you today, I always think about forgiveness as being for the big things, right? And self-forgiveness, the big things, right? These indicators are just so simple. There, it it may be everyday, ordinary things that we we use as our coping skills to navigate life. Right? It might be our conditioning. It it doesn't have to be enormous, you know, earth-shattering forgiveness but to identify just those little areas where we can strengthen our self trust and our, and, and really practice forgiveness, self-forgiveness. I love yeah, that. That's great. Thank you. Thank I love you. that too. Yeah. I think, um, 
I think one of the other things that's coming up for me that we didn't use this word, but um, I feel like it's a great word to uh, also offer up as a challenge to our listeners is, uh, you know, if we don't trust ourselves or if we holding blame for ourselves, we often choose um, pathways that feel like they're, they're, they limit us and they're almost a punishment to us. And it's what we deserve because of how we are, are seeing our past or what we've done. And we're the only ones that can change that storyline, right? And forgive ourselves. And, and when, when is the punishment over? When is it time to, um, you know, have you changed? Is it, is it, is it time to like deserve more, to want more for yourself? There's a lot, a lot there, I think, to explore as well. Yeah, absolutely. Have, have, have you served your sentence, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, we could talk all day about this, but we should probably say goodbye to our listeners and to each other. I think so. All right, Laurel, off we go for today. Thanks so much for this great conversation. I look forward to the next one. Me too. As always, I enjoy being with you and our listeners. Absolutely. Bye. Okay, listeners, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you. When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, Join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Thanks for being here with us at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.